0: In the wake of a bit of Vatican backpedaling after world media reported that Vatican City State was insisting on vaccination for Vatican employees, otherwise they'd lose their jobs, Pope Francis is actually now requiring reporters who want to join him on the papal plane during his trip to Iraq this March get the abortion-tainted COVID vaccine. In other Vatican news, Pope Francis has retired one of the last orthodox-leaning heads of the Curia. Cardinal Robert Serra. But there's some amazing news to report too. as Catholic laity in Australia have heroically defended the honour of their cathedral against profanation, and a world-famous traditional nun has finally been given the green light to open her convent after four years of trying to find a bishop who would accept her. Stay tuned. <music> Before we begin, I have to ask you a favor. You know that LifeSite's been deleted by YouTube, and we just also got removed from Google News and Google AdSense. Now, this severely limits our ability to be seen online and thus get the truth out to the world. May I ask your help? Help us pick up the slack by introducing people you know to LifeSiteNews.com. Tell them to subscribe on the top right-hand corner of our webpage so that they can always keep up with our current news no matter what new platforms for video or anything else we'll have to use. Let's begin, as we always do, with the sign of the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. LifeSite's Michael Haynes reports this week that in a communique sent out from the Holy See press office, that's the Vatican's press office, two journalists looking to join the Pope on his trip to Iraq, which goes from March 5th to 8th, mandatory vaccination was stipulated as a prerequisite for travel. Section three of the document contained prescriptions and health advice, which include requirements for masking and social distancing, PPE and so on. However, beyond this, the Vatican decreed that in order for journalists to present themselves for the journey, and I quote, it is necessary to have undergone the vaccination against COVID-19 within the appropriate time, end quote. Should a journalist be unable to receive the vaccine in his home country, he is ordered to contact the Vatican and request a vaccination, and both doses of the vaccine would then be administered before the trip commences. Vaccine certificates are required as proof Of the injection. Furthermore, the vaccine mandate seems to extend not just to journalists who accompany the Pope on the flight, but also to those who, quote, participate in the apostolic journey, end quote, regardless of at what stage or how closely they join the Pope. Well, the Vatican City State had issued a decree in early February calling on the or calling the reception of the experimental vaccine a duty in maintaining public health and essentially threatened Vatican employees with the loss of their job if they refused the vaccine. As LifeSite's Jean Smiths reported, quote, The text also implies that workers who refuse the vaccine without proven reasons of health, and who are in a position to pose a risk to other citizens, residents, and workers of the community, may not receive another task and payment. In other words, they would lose their job and income. Now, after the news caused a strong backlash, the governor of the Vatican City State, Cardinal Giuseppe Bertolo, was forced to issue a response to his own directive. He said that those who simply refused the experimental vaccine would be allowed to find alternative solutions for the performance of work by the person concerned. But our reporter who followed up on this, John Smiths, she described the new note as damage control. And commenting... On the uh, note, despite, well, the actual situation, despite the note, is that the original decree, she said, did not provide for anything of the sort of an exception like that. It only said that alternative tasks would be found for workers who, and I quote, for reasons, or proven reasons of health, end quote, could not receive the jab. So, Francis himself, of course, has compared taking the COVID vaccines to a moral duty, he said, and I quote, I believe that ethically everyone should take the vaccine, end quote. And you remember that along with Pope Benedict XVI, Francis was one of the first to receive the vaccine when the injections began in the Vatican in January. In related news, Pope Francis has retired, one of the last remaining Orthodox cardinals in the Curia, while allowing left-leaning cardinals to remain in office For years after the required resignation letter upon turning 75, the Pope insisted on retiring Cardinal Robert Serra without even naming naming a successor, which is normally customary. Now, at LifeSite, you'll find a full write-up of the Cardinal's amazing history in our coverage by LifeSite's Pete Buklinski, but here are my favorite parts. Cardinal Serra has defended the traditional Catholic practices such as receiving Holy Communion kneeling and on the tongue, And celebrating Mass, the priest facing the tabernacle with the people facing East or Ad Oriente. Cardinal Serra has warned that the church is facing a grave risk of schism over morality. He's told priests that they cannot shy away from hard teachings of the church on abortion and homosexuality. In his 2017 book, The Power of Silence, which I really urge you all to read, Cardinal Sarah wrote that he opposes priests and bishops within the church who no longer believe in the Bible and who depart from the Catholic teaching and sacred tradition. And I'll quote it for you. He said, "...I will untiringly denounce those who are unfaithful to the promise of their ordination." he continued, in order to make themselves known or impose their personal views, both on the theological and the pastoral level, they speak again and again. These clerics repeat the same banal things. I could not affirm that God dwells within them, end quote. Cardinal Serra also warned, and he said, I quote, bishops that scatter the sheep, that Jesus has entrusted to them will be judged mercilessly and severely by God, end quote. But you know, there's something of a silver lining in Cardinal Sarah's departure. He sort of left us a parting gift. A tweet from May 3rd, he pinned to the top of his Twitter page as he was retired. And that tweet remains there still, if you go check it out. Hopefully, by the time you see this, it'll still be there. And it says... Um, That basically, his position is that the faithful may not be denied communion and confession, even during COVID. Here it is in his words, and I quote, Nobody can prevent a priest from confessing and giving communion. Nobody has the right to stop him. The sacrament must be respected. So even if it is not possible to attend masses, the faithful can ask to be confessed and to receive Communion, end quote. What a hero! Thank you for your service to the church and to Christ, Cardinal Sarah. And speaking of heroes, check this out: Nearly two hundred Catholic faithful in Sydney, Australia, knelt in front of their cathedral, praying prayers of reparation and singing hymns, as an LGBT exhibit was being held right in front of the cathedral on the city-owned property, which which is the sort of the cathedral square. Seeing their faith and determination is awesome. And what a great witness also to those who might have even attended that festival. And finally, I've got some incredible news to share with you. Mother Miriam, who we all know and love for her daily show on LifeSite called the Mother Miriam Live Show, has finally found a bishop who will let her and her order, by the way, which was founded under Cardinal Raymond Burke, function again. For the last four years, her order was unable to function without having a bishop being willing to accept them. But now, praise God, Mother Miriam and her order, which is called the Daughters of Mary, Mother of Israel's Hope, have finally been invited to put down permanent roots in Beloit, Kansas, following the invitation of the local bishop of Selena there, Bishop Gerald Vinky. Without a home, Mother had to turn away hundreds of faithful young ladies who wanted to give themselves to the most important work on earth, offering themselves up in prayer for the church. But she's back in business now, the business of saving the world. So if you're sick of supporting liberal organizations and want to make an investment in something rock solid, faithful to the core, traditional and truly beautiful, please support Mother Miriam's work. They need a home immediately, but eventually they want to build an abbey. You can support this powerhouse of evangelization by going to LifeFunder.com, that's L-I-F-E-F-U-N-D-R.com, LifeFunder.com, and click on the link saying, A Home for Mother Miriam. I'm going to have Mother Miriam on this show again soon to invite women to join her in her order, but for all of you fans out there, all of you LifeSite fans, here's a short clip from Mother's latest interview with LifeSite's Danielle Zuccaro, just to let you know what she thinks of LifeSite. Have a look. I thank LifeSite. Uh, if I want to go every day, I'll tell you this, every day when I wake up and before I go to sleep, I subscribe daily to LifeSite, um, site news.com. Any of you that don't subscribe, you go to LifeSite newscom and subscribe. This is an order from a mother superior. Right. <laughs> you do that. Because it's where you're going to be, find faith. You won't have to say, is this true? Is that true? Is this in line with the magisterium? You you know, you're free. The news is true. It's trustworthy. It's well-researched. And you'll be on top of everything. You only need one source. Just awesome. For LifeSite News, this is John Henry Weston. And may God bless you. Hi, this is John Henry Weston, the co-founder and editor-in-chief of Lifesight News. I'm coming to you today because we want to be sure that we are communicating clearly with you, our loyal followers. Things are really heating up, as I'm sure you can see. Christians, conservative truth-tellers are being targeted, are being banned from social media platforms like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at an alarmingly fast rate. They are attempting to suppress any narrative that does not fit that of the mainstream media. We knew this day would come. We have been warning everyone who would listen and attempting to build up alternative platforms to continue to reach you. We have established ourselves on all sorts of platforms I'm going to explain in a minute, but the most important thing to do is come direct to news.com because there we will always be. But we've also established ourselves on platforms like Parler and MeWe, and our videos can be found on Rumble as well. We would love to see each of you on those platforms too, as they are not censoring or suppressing the truth that we are sharing every single day. More than these alternative social media platforms, we highly encourage you to subscribe to our email newsletter. We have really built up a large list of loyal readers on our email marketing platform. And we have prepared several backup plans for, well, I want to say if, but it's really when, we are removed from our current platform as well. Additionally, I really encourage you, as I said before, to make it a regular habit to go directly to lifesitenews.com. Make it your homepage. While all of these different platforms are An excellent way to curate your news, going directly to our website means that you will never encounter any censorship or sudden loss of LifeSite News reporting. Here's the thing. We will never stop sharing the truth. We founded this organization with the mission to be the life, family, and culture source for men and women who seek to know the truth. We have established a track record of honest reports, and this will never stop even with censorship happening around the globe. Again, I'm encouraging you to join us on Parlor MeWe, Rumble, and on our email list. You can find all the direct links in the description of this video. May God bless you and keep you, and we are so thankful that you've chosen to follow and support LifeSight News. I'm John Henry Weston, co-founder and editor-in-chief of LifeSight News.